0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host Chris Allen, and as usual, off the top, I want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you for tuning in, downloading, streaming, however you taking my podcast, I appreciate it. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, do not forget to like, subscribe, and share the link. If you're watching, whoever's doing whatever with the podcast, share the fucking podcast. I don't care how you're watching it, just share it. And uh, I want to thank everybody again for watching and all that kind of stuff, man. I'm really starting to see uh, a nice uptick in uh, a downloads. I mean, a couple days over a hundred downloads—that's that's great. It's it's hard to believe, but I just got to keep pushing, keep promoting, uh, keep putting clips out. Thank you guys so much for sharing it down. Whatever, however you, however you taking my podcast, I, I really do appreciate it. I know I've said it three times, but Seriously, it really means a lot. So I just got to keep pressing forward, keep pushing, and, uh, you know, break through that wall, keep pushing, then break through another one. But, all right, I guess I'll just jump right in. I got a lot of shit going on today. Um, For those who don't know, we have a 10-year-old son. His name is Miles, and I like to talk about the different things that are going on in his life. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, sometimes it's nothing. And uh, if you listen to my podcast, you know he struggles with wanting to do new things and different things. You know, he, he loves a routine. Um, most kids love field trips, but, uh, not miles. He, he says he just likes a regular school day. Um, but his class, and I want to say a couple other classes, they went to the, uh, the Richmond science museum and my wife chaperoned. And, uh, he got home yesterday and he had a great time. He had so much fun. So that, that made me feel good because he was really worried about the, the bus ride to Richmond. Look, I get it, man. Bus rides aren't fun. Uh for a lot of kids, I guess an hour and a half. It's not comfortable. I can understand and not be uncomfortable, but he had he had a he had a great time and it just it just makes me feel good that he's really starting to he's starting to open up. I'm glad that he let me know, like, hey, I really don't want to do this. And I just talked to him and go, hey, man, just, just go with the open mind. I know you're you're probably not going to like every single thing about it, but it's something different, and you, you don't have to sit in the classroom all day and just try to enjoy it. And sure enough, he went there, had a great time. He had a lot of fun. And um, even this morning before he left for school, well, before we left for school, he was just talking about how happy he was. So that makes me feel good, and that makes me uh, feel like, that i'm doing something right my wife is doing something right that we're doing something right that he is now really expressing like that he's that he's happy uh and before not so much so i feel like if we could continue this uh yeah that he'll he'll um that uh, he'll uh he'll have a I don't want to act like I didn't have a great childhood because that's not the case, but he will enjoy himself more, more than I did. I had a lot of friends. I, I had fun growing up, but just that internal thing of like not liking yourself, not being happy, just just not feeling like you're able to express yourself. People don't understand you. Again, not to say that he won't go through this in his teenage years, but for him to outwardly express the fact that he is happy and that he's enjoying things, it makes me feel good. Uh, yeah. So... Yeah, my my little boy is uh, he's doing a, a lot better, you know, a lot better, and um, I'm just I'm really proud of him. He's made a lot of strides in the last few months. Um, yeah, I just so I can say I'm really really proud of him. Um, we have a lot of talks about good days and bad days, and not letting the bad days, um, not letting those bad days kind of like take control over how you feel. Just real, just recognizing like, hey. This is just a bad moment. Everything else is, is will be will be good. We'll be fine. We'll be okay. And uh, that's that seems to, to, to really help. Not only does it help him, it helps me. You know, I have to remind myself, and when I have to remind him, it's yet another reminder for me. Hey man, this this, this fix our attitude. Let's realize whatever's going on that we don't like. One, it's gonna be over soon, or what can we do to get out of this situation? Is is this somehow uh all our fault at all is this a is this somehow some self-induced uh pain or agony or whatever it may be this negative thing you're going through what influence have i had on it and can i can i change this is this something that i'm doing to myself so and honestly man like the more i really try to be happier and explore how i feel about things i do realize a lot of it is ourselves, right uh, maybe eighty twenty I mean there are things that are out of out of our control car breaking down, unexpected you know bills illnesses whatever we have no control over that a lot of times, but you know I feel like for the most part, if we step back and look at the uh, a situation that we're in, we can go, you know what i kind of I kind of put myself here, I kind of did this to myself how can i get out of it and a lot of times just telling yourself to snap out of it will work you know again depending on the situation i understand some people are actually depressed they're going through shit that's completely different but uh i think um for a lot of us you know like we just have to tell ourselves hey we we got we got to change our mindset we have to we have to change our mindset and uh, a lot of times the mindset is Hey, you know what? I need help. I can't do this shit by myself. And that's when you start to seek whether it's uh, you know, different meditation methods or uh therapy, talking to a friend, going outside, going to the gym, changing your diet, quit doing certain activities, uh cutting certain people or things out of your life, stuff like that. So um I'm 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 very very happy of him, happy for him, I'm proud of him. And uh hopefully we can continue to make positive strides and not let any of the um setbacks uh like really hinder our progress. Just recognize it as a temporary setback and just move forward. Just realize like, okay, that that fuck is sucked. But that's over. I learned from it and let's move forward. So I'm happy you had a good time. But it is, I will say i love field trips as a kid i feel like most of us did i walked to school so i didn't really get to ride the bus too much uh in, in elementary school and uh i think it did i walk to middle school was i dropped off middle school I, t- I took the bus but me man i i don't know i i i love that shit anytime i i wasn't in the classroom i was i was happy I love the bus rides out to the uh out to the country to some farm or, some, or amusement park or some museum in a in a city an hour away or I love that shit. I thought it was fun, man, just bouncing in the back having fun uh making fun of people laughing i uh, i I love field trips uh there was nothing for me there was nothing better than going to some museum or some big ass place where they just got all this shit on display. And you gotta do a little bit of like class stuff, but then they go, Hey, two o'clock, we want you guys all back here. That was the best. I, I love that shit. Uh I remember in fourth or fifth grade we went to Ottawa for a, a a um a field trip and we went to the we went to the mint, which was cool. We didn't get to wander around the mint, but I think they gave us like a dollar piece or something like that. But going to the mint we went to a museum up there. And just, just being able to just run around a museum all day with your friends looking at shit, uh, finding little places to hide, uh, going to the food court, having your own money. It was just it's, it was just fun. I love that. I and to be honest, I, I don't even know if they would allow fourth and fifth graders to do that. I mean, I, I went to public school. And I was in this thing called the Major Achievement Program, the MAP program. And we literally left the country as, as elementary school kids. We went to Ottawa. This is when you could just drive to Canada with no passport. You just go, oh, yeah, we're just hanging out. And they would just go, all right, have fun. Don't do no weird shit. And uh, respect our laws. And our, we had hotel rooms. We went to the mall. They let us run around the, the mall by ourselves. And just a couple of teachers. But like thirty kids, I thought it was cool. Like uh, going to McDonald's and getting more money back in change than what you gave them. Like giving the lady an American twenty and getting like twenty four dollars Canadian back was crazy to me. I thought that money was cool. But uh, I love field trips, man. But he's he's a little different. But uh, man, I loved a good field trip. Going to a farm, fucking with shit. Uh, the amusement park was was the greatest man that that end of year school trip to a a local amusement park man just running around riding all these roller coasters with your friends it was the best and uh i i think he i think he saw that by the end like man this is a lot of fun i don't like i didn't like sitting up in the classroom Shit was boring man i didn't realize i had add back then that's why i was hopping around and, and yelling shit out and 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 just getting in trouble. I just I just couldn't sit still. So yeah. I, I I love to get out. So shout out to the elementary school uh field trips. It was so much fun. Do you have a favorite field trip? Leave leave something in the comments. Let me know what's your favorite uh middle school, elementary school, or high school. I don't I don't even care if it's college. What was your favorite school trip of all time? If you got one, let me know. Um Alright, so moving on. I'll say this, um, I had a friend text me last week and I was accused of painting with a pretty wide brush when it came to this Andrew Reese, uh, uh, what was her name now? See, I don't even remember her name anymore. Caitlin situation. And I had to tell this person like, look man, whenever I talk about stuff like this, the people that I mentioned are the people that I'm talking about. I don't think that every white person is racist. I don't think that every white person that didn't like what she did was racist. I don't think that. But I do think this whole game did have a racial element to it. There's no way around it. You can say say it all you want. And you know what? If you're a highly evolved person where you just saw two basketball teams playing and race was not an issue to you, for you at all hats off to you. But I would say to like 95% of the people, that's what you saw. Our, our country was built on racist shit. We've got a lot of history and for people not to see this racial element. I, I just, I just don't see most people, uh, on a surface level, not recognizing the differences in the teams. Now, just because you felt a certain way that, again, that doesn't mean that you are a racist person. I just think there's racial bias. We see this innocent looking white girl doing the shit and people liked it. The black woman does it. And all of a sudden we get nitpicky about uh, how she went too far. She held the finger up too long. How far from the court did, how far across the court did did she come? It's, it's nitpicky. I've been black my entire life. I listen to other people's opinion, but look, you're not going to convince me any other way. All right. As a black male, I've had all my actions nitpicked. I was in the military for 20 years. I was always the minority in the group. I would always have people questioning every single little thing that I wore to uh, work functions. I learned as a young airman, Do not dress up for work functions. If there's a barbecue or something like that, shorts, T-shirt, that's it. The first time I I went to like a work function, I was like, you know what? I'm wearing a nice little outfit. You know, I made a little bit of money. I'm going to show off. Wear the chain. Wear some nice jeans. Got the shirt. Hat, all that. And next thing you know, you, you get to the barbecue. How much did your shoes cost? How long is that chain? How much did the chain cost? What did that? What does this mean? How come your hat's that way? Why are your shoes like that? How much was your whole outfit? I, I was like, you know what? I ain't doing this with these people. Basketball shorts and a t-shirt. Why is your hair like that? We, we, we get nitpicked about a lot of shit all right head to toe hats hair why is your shirt that size why are your jeans that size why are they so long why are they so tight why aren't your shoes laced up why are the laces this color what brand is that? it's just every single thing and look i understand some people just don't know but after a while you get sick of the shit you get sick of the questions it's like why can't i just be why does everything I put on my body have to have some secret meaning? Why do, why do you have to know everything? And i also say, with this being my podcast, I don't have to be fair about anything. I can talk about whatever I want, how I want. Uh, and if you don't like it, don't listen. And i also say, I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I'm not trying to paint everybody to be a certain way. These are just my opinions. I this is why I do my podcast. Hey, this is how I felt about this situation. This is these are the responses that I saw on Twitter. I'm sure there were plenty of white people who had no issues with that. My thing was I wanted to talk about the people who did have an issue with it. I wanted to talk about the people who did have some racial uh some racial tones behind their comments that's what i wanted to talk about so that's what i talked about just like a lot of y'all say how come we can't criticize people uh black people without being racist you can you can now it it, it might come across as racist you got to be willing to accept that so I have to be willing to accept it. Like, hey, sometimes I might, it might—it seems like I might be painting with a with the with a, with the uh, with the broad brush. Uh, yeah, I I'll I'll work on that, but I'm not the news. I'm not here to try to give everybody's side on the situation. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not reporting on it. I, I'm giving my opinion. i don't i don't i don't know is, is ben shapiro is is he is is he is he fair is, is is crowder fair is candace owens fair is she giving both sides uh you know are these conservative radio shows hosts are they giving both sides of the story or are they telling their story same thing with what the sit on the left are they telling the whole story or are they telling their story i'm not the news I'm done placating people. I'm done with trying to make people feel good. I'm done with trying to sugarcoat shit for people. I've did that my entire career in the military being outnumbered. I've always been the one with the opposite opinion. I'm the one that's got to, I'm always, I was always the one that had to go, you know what? I'm just going to be quiet or leave the room and, and not say anything about this situation because I know everybody else in this room doesn't feel the way that I feel. I'm just going to be quiet and we all going to go to lunch. I did that for years, years and years. Just listening to people talk shit about my people, uh, talk shit about Obama, uh, professional athletes, uh, any uh, Trayvon Martin, uh, George Floyd. Name name the list. We We can run the whole list for the last 15, 20 years. I've just heard my people get bashed. Right, and being in the military, people say some weird shit to you. And a lot of times, guess what? You can't run to your commander or your first sergeant because a lot of times the motherfuckers think just like the people you were talking to. So you learn to bottle shit up. Now, I am getting better at trying to express myself and give my opinion. I'm I'm not trying to come, out, come across as bigoted or hateful or anything like that but I also want to give my honest opinion. Now, I really feel like there's a, I do not feel like a lot of most white people are racist. I don't, I feel like a lot of white people are indifferent. They don't, they're indifferent about what happened to people of color. Then you do have people who are fucking racist. And then you have people who really give a fuck. And then you got people who care too much. And this is like, Hey man, I don't even care about other black people this much. So you need to fucking chill out. So, if you feel like I'm painting with a broad brush, my bad. I'm working on that, but I'm not going to change my opinions on anything. Again, who I'm talking about is who I'm talking about. And if that's not you, that's not how you feel, then don't take offense to that. That's what people always tell me. Hey, I'm talking about the black people that do this. Not you, buddy. It's weird when the shoe's on the other foot. I'm done placating people, man. Ever since I was in eighth grade, sixth grade, I've always been one of the few black people in the classroom, in the office, in the shop. I've had to hear a lot of shit. And I'm done. So I've, I've done this podcast for years trying to like walk around shit and not hurt people's feelings because I'm like, man, the people I work with, think the opposite i don't want them to think that i don't like them because and the thing is them motherfuckers they're not gonna hold back for me and that's what i learned when all this shit goes down all the all the names i said we can go through when all the trayvon martins the, the george floyds uh the blm stuff anything you can think of over the last 15 20 years wasn't nobody trying to hold back to save my feelings they spoke their mind and guess what It's time for Chris to speak his mind. So if you don't like it, I'm sorry, but I'm not, I'm not going to change who I am. I can't do it. I've always, I've always been this way. I got, I got to say what I have to say, but, uh, all right. I have to get off the soapbox and move on from that shit. So if you're offended by it, my bad, you'll get over it. If not, it was nice knowing you. Uh, yeah man but anyway so um i've been as you have known i've been watching a lot of alone lately and look i've always just i'm a city kid i grew up in the city i'm not an outdoorsy person i i do love nature and stuff but i have to say i'm terrified of that shit i don't like bugs i don't like being uh uncomfortable and i know my fear of bugs and insect is sometimes it could be a little irrational, but not a, not a fan. Okay. Not a fan of big animals out in the woods. Uh, but just watching the show and just watching what those people have gone through. And I know this shit sounds stupid. I had to tell myself at 43, like, yo, why, why are you so afraid? Of going out there and getting your fucking hands dirty getting your ass in the bushes and just just kind of like becoming one with nature more you know just really getting in there so i've been i've been working in my yard like the last three or four days and um I just had to tell myself like, look, whatever you see out there, cause I, I live in the middle of nowhere. I live, I live in the, I live in the country. Now there are snakes. Uh, there are bears out here. There's sometimes when I come home from shows, there are deer in my yard. Uh, there have, there have been bear that have walked around this neighborhood before. So like I live, I live out in the middle of nowhere and I'm, I'm not, I'm not used to that shit. So I can be a little scary to like uh grab something that that went underneath the porch or something like that cuz it's like it could be a snake, it could be some a fucking raccoon or a motherfucking link. I don't know. I just my mind races and I get scared. <laughs> I, I do? But I have to tell myself like, "Hey, stop being such a fucking pussy, man. Stop. Get out there. I mean cuz I've paid so much money over the years to have people coming like uh like weed my yard because I'm like, I don't want to get bit by a snake. It might be wasp out there. What about bees? There's a skunk underneath my shed. Like I just, I make up all these, excuse big spiders. I spend so much money. Like I, I remember one time I was leaving for work. I go, man, I got to cut this bush down at the side of my, by the side door. I leave my house that morning and I look to my left and there was this big ass spider, probably like the size of a, um, what could I say? What, what's, uh, probably like the size of a of a McDonald's hamburger. That's a big fucking spider. That's a big fucking spider. I'm going to classify that motherfucker as a tarantula. But it was like a garden spider. It wasn't hairy and shit. It was just kind of oblong and weird. And I was like, and I had convinced myself earlier that morning, like, I'm going to go out here. I'm going to cut this all these weeds down. Man, I saw that spider, and I spent like $400 to have somebody come trim like three bushes. Like that's how much I'm like, I can't, I can't fuck with this. I can't do it. For years, I didn't even go on my front porch because one time I tried to go out there and the spider had built a uh a web across the front door. Didn't go out there for like two years after that. Like that, <laughs> that's how much I get freaked out about insects and bugs and shit. But I told myself, hey, get out there. And I've been out there for the last three days. I I, I, I pushed that shit to the back of my mind. Because, I mean, watching that show alone, I go, man, these people are living in not even squalor conditions. These motherfuckers are just living in the wilderness with a tarp and a couple of logs. They got mosquitoes biting them. They got uh, mice running in their, in their tent. Uh, they got mountain lions outside the outside the tent bears all types of shit and i'm like this is your yard man you gotta you have to learn to suck it up and i've been out in the yard doing this work for the last few days and i gotta say i've been really enjoying it it's been uh, great for my mental health uh, uh it, you really when you start to get your hands in the earth, man, you start to just see how shit works. You know, like I have a bunch of carpenter bees around my house and like my son will freak out. And sometimes I do too. But over time you realize like, Hey man, these motherfuckers are not really trying to bother you. Same with other bees and wasps. And look, I understand some species of shit that are more aggressive than others. You do have to be careful when you're outside working because you can disturb a nest and you know, you can get fucked up, but you can't like, I I had to tell myself, I can't live my life. So afraid of this stuff that I can't get things done. I mean, just as little as, as y'all work, I'm paying all this money because I'm afraid of coming in contact with something that's going to make me feel uncomfortable or scared. Like nothing would freak me out more if I was cleaning my yard, and I look down and there's a big ass centipede or uh, some type of beetle or roach or spider on my shirt, or my face and my head. I would freak the fuck out. But I had to tell myself, you can't worry about that self. Just get done what you need to get done. And if you run into this shit, just deal with it. It's not going to kill you. And I, 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 I I've been getting a lot done out there. Uh, i've I've been feeling accomplished it makes me feel good that i got this yard work done my yard looks better and and i'm showing myself like hey man everything isn't like the end it's not the end of the world if you put yourself in these uncomfortable positions these scary positions and i know for some people y'all thinking like i can't believe this shit but that's a big block for me i i don't fuck with outside shit I I don't. <laughs> I, it, it's but I I feel like this week I made some strides with that. To, like uh, I had we had to um, my landlord came and we had to uh, take the roof off my shed, and I had been dreading going in that shed because anytime I would go in there, there's so many these spider webs. You could just see shit crawling in the window from the outside, but I noticed like, hey man, this this shed really needs to get fixed. She came over, she goes, hey, we gotta get in here and pull all this stuff out. And I got in there and guess what? Nothing happened to me. I was so worried about, oh, there could be a family of raccoons or a wasp nest in there. I don't want to go in there. And, and I left all, all the shit in the shed for years <laughs> because I was afraid to go in there because I didn't want to get bit. I didn't want to get stung. I didn't want to see something weird. I was afraid I was going to see some nasty bugs. I fucking hate that shit. It's bugs, that shit skews me out. I hate I I hate it. Hate it. And I think it stems from my childhood just being so afraid of my basement <laughs> cuz there were like bugs and shit. So a house, of course you're going to see spiders and like little centipedes in, in a in a basement from a house that was built in the fifties and that would, that would just fuck me up, man. And it's just always been afraid (laughs) of big ass bugs. But man, I, I I say all that to say, I've, I've gotten my ass outside, been working in my yard. And I, I I gotta say, man, I'm really, I I enjoy it, man. I I love, uh, I'm starting to love like just really just looking at nature and how beautiful it is. And just, I mean, I, I feel like a kid sometimes. It's just because I, I, I haven't really explored that. So, I mean, I'm, I'm cutting stuff down and, and uh, just trimming stuff and actually taking time to, like, look at leaves and look at branches and tearing the bark off of shit and, and like, oh, looking how things are, are built. You know, actually watching these insects, watching, watching them do what they do. You know, you out there you you see the squirrels doing what the fuck they do, birds. You get you get to see how all this shit works, man. And uh it's a, it's a beautiful thing and I I feel I know this this might sound really st- stupid to people. Or very like uh Yeah, I would say very stupid. Like, are you really serious? Yeah, man, the outside thing working in my yard out here in the country. It's been a big, big mental block for me, and the last week has has really been a huge um, moment for me. I, I know, again, sounds really silly, but uh, I'm a I could be a scary motherfucking person, man. I could be very scary, and just facing these little fears has been uh, has been great. So, am, am I fully healed? And you know, from my fear of bugs and outside and getting dirty and bit and stung, no. But I know if I go out there and just be present and and just just relax, sit is okay. So I, I, I want to get outside more. I, I want to start going on little hikes and stuff. I, I gotta I, I, I gotta get out there. I mean, seeing what it does for those people on those shows, just being in nature, uh, using that time to go out there and, and think and, and, and enjoy life and just just see how beautiful the world is. Uh, I, I think that would be a good addition to my uh, journey into, like, uh, being happier and being a better person. So, um, yeah, man. And I'm also realizing I'm turning into my dad. Because I'm out here doing this yard work. I'm sending my wife up picture updates of what's going on. Like I knew I would hit rock bottom when I sent her a a, a picture of like 12 garbage bags. Like 12 bags. All this was in the yard. I'm so tired. Like I had to go. Did you really just send your wife a, a picture of 10 garbage bags? Same with Miles. I pick Miles up. I tell him all the shit that I did the other day. We pull up in the driveway and I'm hoping that he's like, man, this looks great. He's just like, yeah, it looks a little different, but I don't really see a big difference. Then I got to walk him through every little. This is what I did here. See what I did here. This was right there. Look at all these bags. I mean, I I turned into my dad. So, um, yeah, I know this was a weird episode. A couple things I want to get on my chest. And I will say this. I have an NBA playoff prediction. Now, I know this will be a uh, a lot of people, experts will say absolutely not. All right, they're going to say no. All my friends who are still avid fans, they're going to say no. Because I know 15 years ago, if someone said this to me, I would say absolutely not. But here it is. To add to his legacy, LeBron James will take the seventh-seeded Los Angeles Lakers, All through the playoffs, and they will win their 16th franchise title. Their 16th NBA title, my bad. Yes, he'll be the first player to take a seventh seed all the way to the end. LeBron James is already the best player the NBA has ever seen. I think this moment, this will be the best playoff run of all time. And setting himself even further apart from the God Michael Jordan himself. Like I already feel like the nails in the coffin, LeBron James is hands down, the best player the NBA has ever seen. But I think this is just gonna be the other thing to go, oh yeah. As as for my for my last trick. For my last trick, I will take a seventh seed and win an NBA title. I think I think that's going to be the closing chapter in his story career. LeBron James taking the seventh seeded Los Angeles Lakers and winning the twenty twenty three NBA championship. With that being said, there's a show. That's the show. Make sure you guys follow me on all things at Chris Allen Comedy. Um I have to pre record some episodes because i will be in the bahamas uh week after next for two weeks so i might not touch on some uh current events because i I need to i need to pre-record uh these episodes so i have some content for you guys while i'm gone i gotta be consistent i gotta stay on top of it so if you have any questions or you want any advice or anything like that email the show negro please radio at gmail.com maybe i can get one like full show where it's like nothing but email and advice questions i can answer uh that would be dope uh, I'll, I'll i'll also share the email address so uh write in write me some questions you got something you want to say to me good or bad indifferent let me know i would like to hear it all right i'm out peace